Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. Happy, happy Monday to you. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live and bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Now, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend spending time with your family and friends, and that you are ready to be productive this week, that you are ready to call abundance into your life. Now, as a reminder, if you haven't already had the time to review your calendar and ensure that all activities and tasks scheduled are supporting your goals this week, you've got to do so immediately following the show today because this is going to help you to stay focused and keep you clear on your priorities. And of course, that is so very very important. All this month of December, we're going to be talking about the gift of belief and what a gift it really is. You know, yesterday on Sunday at 3 p.m., we had a wonderful time where um, Lifestyle for Her presented the power of belief, and we talked some about belief and how it is that some women often wonder why it is that they can't achieve the level of success that they really want to. And I shared that it has a lot to do with the level of belief. And so we're going to get a little bit more into that today. We're going to deep dive into that. And I think that you guys will find this so interesting because oftentimes we don't ask ourselves, do, do I have the right level of belief to support my dreams and goals? Oftentimes we don't ask ourselves that because we just automatically assume that we, are, that we already have everything that we need and there's no need to ask ourselves questions. But guess what, ladies? It is time for us to question everything. It's time for us to question ourselves. It's time for us to figure out What is it that we need to do to start attracting more wealth in our lives, to start attracting the things that we want in life? We cannot go over to 2021 with the same mindset. We've got to make the necessary changes now so that we can hit the floor running, right, so that we can start making some things happen in our lives and, of course, in our business. Got some great stuff for you today. Uh, Today we are going to definitely go over the five questions of focus and action. Of course, you get the opportunity to ask yourself these questions as often as you need to. And, of course, these questions were designed for the woman who is ready to take herself to the next level as the CEO of her company. And so, again, hopefully you guys have a pen and paper out. You're ready to take some good notes as we get ready to discuss the power of belief, all about believing yourself and the gift that you can give yourself with that. And then as well as look at the five questions of focus and answer that are so important for your business. So let's go ahead and get started with the five questions of focus and action. Number one is, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? You know, this is just so very, very important. I can't talk enough about how important it is to prepare your mind for greatness, to make sure that you wake up every day with gratitude on your heart and in your mind, and that you are ready to become self-directed, self-motivated. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. I'm going to come back around to preparing your mindset for greatness as we discuss the gift of belief. Here's number two in the five questions of focus and action. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Marketing, leads, and sales, of course, are the top three things as the CEO of your company that you should be looking at. If you are not properly 
having the right mindset every day to step into your CEO position, then what's happening is that you're preventing yourself from pushing your business and yourself to that next level. As long as you keep yourself in the labor role, and for those of you that are new to the show, you need to know that there are three roles that have to be played in every business, and it's nonstop, non-fail. It is laborer, manager, entrepreneur, visionary. That third entrepreneur visionary, of course, is the CEO role. So you can't keep yourself in the labor role when you are trying to push your business to the next level and move forward because you need that brain energy. You need that ability to have an overview of your company, and you need to have yourself in a planning, in a thinking mode. And it's difficult to do that when you are a busy bee in your company in the labor mode. So you have to think about how you're going to delegate some of that labor role out. You're going to have to think about how you're going to delegate some of that manager role out, which is so very, very important, okay? And then here's number three. Am I clear on my role and responsibility as the CEO? Now, I'm going to slow it down right here, and I don't want to fuss at you ladies about this. But what I want to do is I want to impress upon you the importance of having a position description CEO of your company. You see, what I have learned from talking with many women over the last few years is that one of the reasons why clarity is not achieved as the business owner is that you're not clear on what you should be doing. And the only way to get clear on what it is that you need to do is to go ahead and write a position description for yourself as the CEO. Now, you ladies know I share these five questions of focus and action. I've been sharing them all throughout the year, right? So that's some 50 weeks now or maybe 48 weeks now that I've been saying time and time again, you need to write a position description for yourself as the CEO of your company. And if you haven't written it yet and you've been hearing me say this over and over, you've got to go back to the drawing board of your mind and you've got to say, well, why have I been listening to Coach Trina talk about position description and I've been agreeing that it's something that I need to do, but why is it that I have not written a position description for myself? So again, a position description is important because it's important for you to take that information out of your head and put it on paper so that not only you can gain clarity and see it, but that you can manifest whatever it is that you want to be and do in your company, right? And so some of the things that you need to think about as you are writing the position description, for example, is first of all, write in bullet point fashion. Don't write in sentence or paragraph fashion bullet point what the responsibilities are. And what you may want to do is ask yourself this question. If I had to hire someone to come in and take over and run my company for me because for whatever reason I was not able to do it, what would I expect them to provide to me so that they can assure me that they are doing a good job, that everything is running good? What reports would I want to see? What information would I want them to present to me? Because whatever that is, that's what you should be doing now as the CEO of your company. Another way to look at it that may help you as well is you want to look at your business uh, from a workflow perspective. I want you to think about what is it as the CEO, the owner of your company, what is it that you should be doing daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and then annually, because trust me, as a business owner, I know all too well that each of those time frames, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, and of course, daily, each of those time frames, there are things that you should be doing as the CEO of your company, right? Everything from gathering your papers and making sure that your bookkeeping is in order for tax season, right? You're wanting to make sure you're looking on a quarterly basis at your sales goals and what's going on there. You certainly have to set your goals and make sure that you are clear and on target for the following quarter. So there are a lot of things that have to happen. And then from a daily workflow perspective, there are things that you want to take care of and look at as well. And a lot of that daily workflow is going to be following up and following through people that you have done 
delegated to, things that you are doing yourself that you want to make sure you've got stuff planned in your calendar so that you can keep moving forward, and, of course, those priorities. So I wanted to slow down there on question number three in the five questions of focus and action and just talk a little bit about your responsibility as a CEO and how important it is that you have that position description. So I want to challenge all of you, okay? I want to challenge you to go ahead before the week is over and write your position description. It is that important, right? Very, very key. It is 1210 after the hour. And, of course, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host and your business success coach. So excited that you are here with us today. Uh, it is not too late for you to flash over on another line and go ahead and share the show with someone that you know needs motivation, encouragement, and have always thought about taking their business to the next level. And, of course, you can have them to dial right into um, 347-637-637. 2589. Again, they can dial into 347-637-2589. Again, this is the Successful Woman Radio Show. And for those of you who are new to the show and not familiar with what we do, we're all about providing women in business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, inspired to create the income that you desire. Moving on in the five questions of focus and action is number four, what task will I be delegating to others and following through on? Now, listen up, ladies. This is what you need to understand. In order for you to take yourself and your business to the next level, that's going to require you to make some necessary changes, and that also requires you to delegate because you cannot do things all by yourself. You can't do everything yourself. As a matter of fact, I just finished telling you that those three roles, laborer, manager, entrepreneur, visionary, have to be played in your company. And at some point, you have to start delegating and getting others to help you. This doesn't mean that you have to hire somebody full-time. There are plenty of, of contractors out there, plenty of people who are doing side gigs that are expert in particular things like social media, writing articles. There are people who can do a lot of different things to help you, but the first thing you've got to do is you've got to put yourself in check. You've got to say you are not the only one to be able to do everything. You need to start delegating so that you can be the leader you need to be. Very, very important. And last but not least in the five questions of focus and action is am I clear on my business finances? Am I clear on my business finances? Ladies, I can't tell you how very, very important this is because as the CEO of your company, you at any given time really should know the amount of money that you have in your business checking, what do you have in your business savings, what accounts payables, what was the total amount of money that left out of your company the, the last week or the previous month. You should be knowing all of those things. So in order to do that, there are three things that I think as a businesswoman that you really have to master. Those three things are bookkeeping, accounts payable, and cash flow analysis. You need to become the queen of cash flow analysis. And, you know, I'll say this, I'll say it again, numbers will never lie to you. They won't. And if you're trying to create a blueprint for becoming a millionaire, a multimillionaire, a thousandaire, whatever it is that you want in life, if you're trying to create a blueprint to do that, then guess what? The, the key is, is to become the queen of numbers, to become the queen of cash flow and know how to work your numbers so they can tell you the things you need to know. A cash flow analysis is definitely going to tell you how much money is coming in, how much money is going out, and even in a projected manner, a cash flow is going to help you to figure out how many customers you need in order to make a certain amount of money, what your expenditures might be, what you may need to cut back on, what type of marketing system do you need to have based on your budget. It's going to provide all of that information to you. So it's very, very important to know how to prepare a cash flow. So stay tuned because in January, I'm very excited to announce that we will be hosting the queen of cash flow 
uh, webinar coming up in January. So you guys want to pay attention to that. And we've got a lot of other wonderful things coming up in January for you. So again, I want to definitely encourage all of you to pay close attention to that. Very, very important. So coming up next, I wanted to uh, mention to you ladies that we are going to have two prize giveaways today because all during the month of December, we're giving away prizes. And our prize today is a $25 Visa gift card through Amazon. So that's one prize. And then our next prize uh, that I am definitely giving, I've had some people to ask for it, and that is going to be my ebook entitled Smart Business Women Set Goals. Again, Smart Business Women Set Goals, transferring, I'm sorry, transforming your business dreams and goals into positive results. So if you're in business and you're trying to figure out a way to really start implementing your dreams and your goals and make things happen in your business, you definitely want to get your hands on a copy of Smart Business Women Set Goals, again, transforming your business dreams and goals into positive results. And I will be giving these prizes away shortly, so get ready to press uh, star one on your phone keypad so that you can claim your prize when I say so. Uh, in the meantime, I want to just go over a few things. I've had some people to ask me if it's too late to start marketing for the holiday season. Well, yes and no. The question is, is it too late to start marketing my business for the holiday season? And I'm going to assume that these individuals are talking about really marketing for the holidays, meaning make some money in December. Is it too late? Well, you know, it's too late for certain types of marketing because, as you guys know, I had encouraged all of you to really start your holiday marketing campaign back in July and August to be prepared to hit the floor running come October 1st, right? But my philosophy is that it's never too late to do anything that is, that is geared towards enhancing or improving your business, right? So the thing of it is is that you, not, you can't necessarily do a much longer extended uh, marketing plan, but what you can do is that you can decide on targeting a specific group of people. Now, if we keep with the 80-20 rule, which is 80% of your business comes from 20% of your customers, then what I would recommend to those of you who really didn't get the ball rolling on a holiday campaign, I would encourage you to focus just on the people that you already know and they know you. That's what I would encourage you to do. But you still have got to go back to your creative drawing board and you still got to come up with a holiday marketing plan just for the next few weeks, right? So don't put the cart before the horse and start announcing this is for sale and all of that without you actually having a plan in mind. So you've got, you've got to go back and you've got to look at how is it that I, I can market to a niche group of people that know me, that have perhaps already bought something from me, have tried my services out before? Are they, are they familiar with who I am and what I do? What can I do to start marketing to this particular group of people? And I think that's very important, okay? So, again, it's a yes and no answer. Is it too late? Absolutely not. It's never too late. But it may be too late for some of the more extended marketing strategies that I have been sharing in the past. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't push yourself forward and go ahead and create a mini marketing plan for the next two to three weeks to start marketing a particular product or service. Now, that's the other part of it that I want to share with you is that given this time frame, ladies, don't go out and try to market 20 products at one time. No, you only want to choose one flagship product, one product or service that you're going to push, and then you have to build your marketing campaign around it. Now, it's never too late to go back to the womenaboutbiz.net website. Take a look at that. Go back to womenaboutbiz.net, and then what I want you to do is click on blog in the top white menu bar. Just click on blog, 
and there you will be able to read uh, an article, a very detailed article on marketing your business during the holiday season, okay? Very, very important. It's called Five Ways to Market Your Business During the Holidays. I want you guys to really read that. I spent a lot of time really trying to craft and give you kind of a step-by-step detail of what it is you need to be doing to market your business. And even now, in the last few weeks of December before Christmas, there is a way for you to do it. And there's a way for you, all of you, to extend your sale into the January time frame by creating a Celebrate the New Year campaign right after the holiday campaign. So, again, there's a way to do it, but you have to look at your play on words. You have to choose only one flagship product. Um, you really need to probably, at this short of date, you need to really look at sticking with the people that you know and that know you, so that's your current mailing list and people that are your customers, so you want to take a look at that. Um, And, you know, just to kind of quickly go over a couple of things in reference to marketing your business during the holidays, you know, some of the things I discussed in the article of five ways to market your business during the holidays is select your star product or service. This is your flagship product, right? You know, you may have multiple things on your website or webpage, but I definitely encourage you to focus on one thing. And then you want to prepare your marketing campaign. Again, even though you might be starting late, it's never too late to properly prepare a strategy that can get you better results, okay? And then you need to use the power of video. And I think this is it especially very important if you had not started with marketing during the holiday season for the holidays, I think video is hands down going to be like one of the number one things that you want to get on and do. You know, do Facebook Live, do, you know, anywhere between three to five minutes. Or if you have a product that you are pushing, you may want to do five to ten minutes and have a couple of people who may have already purchased the product from you to come on and either talk about the product or if it is jewelry or something to wear, they may be sporting or modeling the product. So that's what you want to do. And, of course, you always, in video, want to call someone to action. And you always want to give a bonus. Tell them the coupon code that they may be able to use to get a discount. Now, I'm going to let you guys know, long gone is the 10% discount. It depends on how much the item is. So if an item was um, $100, 10% would be $10 off, right? That's okay. That's not bad, right? Uh, but if an item were a dollar, giving somebody ten cents off wouldn't be that that much, would it? If the item was twenty dollars, giving somebody two dollars off, it may not persuade them, right? So you really need to look at the relevancy of your discounts based on how much your items are costing. So the rule of thumb is that if it's fifty dollars or below during the holiday season, you really need to be looking at the fifteen to twenty five percent. Range. If it's above $50, like if it's $75 or if it's $100, you need to be looking uh, again anywhere between that 15 to 20% discount. If it's two or $300, then again, 10% might matter because that's going to be like $30 off or $300, $20 off or $200. So again, you want to take a look at that. But I have seen some incredible discounts. I've seen some huge discounts. For example, I saw a class that I wanted to take, and it's normally like $1,900, and the person knocked off 75%. And I I got it because I I wanted it, right? And the sale is off now. They did a 24-hour sale, 75%. So I was glad to take advantage of that. And I go to their website now. It's back up to... $19.99. $19.99. So indeed, they gave the full, uh, the, the full discount, a huge discount on that. I've been seeing people with 50% discounts. I've been seeing people with 35 and 40% discounts. So again, you need to understand and know that people are looking for deep dish, right? They're looking for deep discounts. They're looking for bargains. And you guys need to make sure that you look at your price, you look at Um, how much of a discount you can get. Now, some people say, well, if I give a bigger discount, 
I won't get that much money. Well, you got to think about the psychology of what is all of this for. Okay, first of all, let's think about the customer first, the client. They're looking to get a deep dish of value, a huge value, a discount, right? That's what they're looking to get. That's what they want. Now, let's look at what you want. You want to make some money. And if you give too big of a discount, you won't be able to make some kind of money. But what you've got to look at is the long haul. You've got to look at the long term about discounts, okay? And I like to go with the psychological perspective of the customer first because I am looking to develop a relationship with that customer throughout the year. And if that is the case, I might be willing to lose on my end so that the customer may gain in order to develop a relationship. So when I have things that are not for sale, I'm going to make money with that particular customer or client. So you guys got to start thinking outside of the box. You got to start taking a look at that. Now, if it's like making money, like, honey, I can't even do that. I've got to make some money. Well, that's okay, but you still need to have some type of discount. Very, very important. And, of course, I know for a service provider, it's easier to give a big discount than it is for a product provider because when you have a product, that product is already costing you wholesale a certain amount of money. And then, of course, on top of that, you've got to add shipping and a lot of other things, but you definitely still need to look at giving a discount? What is it that you can give up to give someone else that opportunity to try out your product or your service? And again, as I said before, I think that it is too late unless you've got like some huge cash flow of money that you're ready to put in advertising dollars. But I think you'll come out better if you just Focus on the people that you know now. If you focus on the people that you know now, you're going to be dreamly in good shape because you can go right to them. And I even have had some service clients, clients who are in service-based businesses, who are making a list of 25 to 50 people, and they're actually calling them individually and asking them if they'd like to take advantage of special offers. So, again, targeting individuals. Uh, is key. And for many businesses that are small, smaller, that have uh, clients under the 100 count, there's nothing wrong with you calling all of your clients and say, hey, just want to let you know I have a sale going on. You may not be aware of it. It's this, this, this. And stay tuned to your email. You know, you may want to do that and let them know and go on a calling campaign. It's okay. You know, one of the things that I have noticed is that we have gotten ourselves so into the Internet that we think it's our saving grace. We think that social media and marketing online is our saving grace. And don't get me wrong, while I think that we have to stay up with the times and that we definitely should look at how we can incorporate an Internet marketing strategy in our business, I think it is very, very important. I think it's very, very key that we take a look at exactly how, right, I think it's key that we take a look at how we are marketing all together. So everything doesn't have to be online. Sometimes picking up that phone and connecting with people person-to-person, one-on-one, or even within a group is a good thing. It's a very, very good thing. So you guys keep that in mind as you're looking at, hmm, how can I make more money during the holidays? What, um, what target product or service do I have that I can go ahead Sit down today and tomorrow, quickly pull together a marketing strategy. Now, let me also say this. Sometimes what holds us up with a marketing strategy is that a lot of the times you're going to need graphics as well, especially if you're in a service business. If you're in a product business, you probably already have some really good photos or images of your product especially if you're purchasing from an wholesale from another company, you can use their photos. But when you're in a service business, sometimes you haven't thought about creating, um, you know, really representative type images and graphics and social media memes for yourself from a service perspective. But let me tell you, you need that. You can't just use words on social media. It is video and pictures that are grabbing the attention of people. And so you have got to be able to express in an image exactly what you do, or it has to be relevant to what you're trying to get across to 
the viewing audience, and that is so key. So you think about that, and again, for those of you who are interested, you can go to womenaboutbiz, that's C-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net, and you can click on blog in the top menu bar, and when you get there, you can scroll just a little bit in the blog roll, and you'll see five ways to market your business during the holidays. I think that article will really help you to put some perspective on it all, and it will help give you some clarity. It's 1230 after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Okay, guys, get ready. I am getting ready to uh, give away the prize, Smart Business Women Set Goals. This is an ebook. This is an ebook. Now, if you've already won a prize already, you are not eligible to win again. But if you've never won before, then go ahead and press star one on your phone keypad. Come on, ladies, this board is full. Press star one on your phone keypad and get your copy of the of the ebook. Smart Business Women Set Goals. This is a really, really super good ebook. Um, in it, I talk about the power of personal development, your habits and subconscious mind, business planning, how to start setting yourself up to properly plan and, and put your goals in place. And then I talk about the five key components of goal setting, the goal setting tools that you're going to need to pull together, how to start goal setting. I give you step-by-step the hierarchy of goal setting. I give you some, and I even show you how to power up your goals with a cash flow worksheet. So again, this is something that you're going to want. The value of Smart Business Women Set Goals is $49. So this is a $49 value, I think. And so again, if you want to win Smart Business Women Set Goals, just go ahead and press star one on your phone keypad. I might even be inclined to give it to a few more people who press star one. So go ahead and press star one on your phone keypad. Now, let's see. We have someone. uh, You are live on the air, and the last four of your phone number is 0038. You are the winner of Smart Business Women Set Go. Who am I speaking with today? Trina, this is your longtime friend as well as you are, I know you're great, um, Teresa Wright-Johnson, and a longtime listener. And I was sitting here working. I said, I have to hit that star one because I know I get value and worth out of whatever I learn from you. Oh, well, thank you so much. Hello, my friend. Well, you are the winner of Smart Business Women Set Goals, and I know that it's going to help you to transform your business dreams and goals into some positive results. Congratulations. Thank you, Trina. Thank you. It's right on time for the beginning of the year. Oh, wonderful. You're so welcome. Okay, that was Teresa Johnson. And do I have someone else who would love to get their hands on a copy? I'm going to bless one more person with a copy of Smart Business Women Set Goals. This is an e-guide. I'll bless you with it. Okay, I see someone else. You are live on the air. The last four of your phone number is 1183. 1183, you are live. Who am I speaking with? Oh, my goodness. Hi there. Um, my name is Nafora Monique. Uh, Ms. Trina, I've been listening to you for forever. We actually had a quick 30-minute call um, like a couple years ago, but I've been following you, and I swear, and just like the other young lady said previously, you are absolutely amazing, and I get I get many gems from you every time I hear you speak. So thank you so much for oh. this opportunity. Oh, absolutely. You just won yourself a copy of Smart Business Women Set Goals. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, okay, we have our two winners, and then coming up next, we'll have our $25 Visa gift card a little bit later on in the show. Uh, Right now, ladies, I want you guys to just, everybody, just take a deep breath. Everybody take a deep breath, okay? Because I want the energy to flow through your bodies. I want the energy to flow through your minds, the oxygen. Come on, just take a deep breath. I'm taking that deep breath right there with you. Why is that? Because we're getting ready to take a look at something that just might be the key to you changing 
some incredible things in your life for 2021 and taking yourself to the next level. We might just be ready to give some serious breakthroughs today. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about the gift of belief. Now, I've talked about belief on the show multiple times before, but I want to come back around. I want to visit it all this month in various ways. Now, why is that? Ladies, what I am learning as I'm talking to a lot of people, I am realizing that a lot of women don't understand really the power of belief and just how they should be taking themselves to the next level. But let me tell you, I learned all too well for my own self how important belief really is. And what I've come to understand is that belief comes in many shapes and forms, and it comes in many levels. And so we don't always have the right belief system to support whatever it is that we want to have. But I've got a really good solution for you because the solution is is that even though you may have beliefs that are working against what you want in life, it can be changed. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, again, I want to share with you some ways that are, uh, and some beliefs and some actions and things that, that can help you to reach your goals for 2021 and, and help you reach your goals right now because I think it's just that important. So if you've been struggling with self-doubt or if you've been trying to figure this thing out about why am I not making the money that I want to make for myself, if you have been looking at why it is that you can't stay focused on one particular thing and you've been in like five different businesses throughout the year, but you haven't really succeeded in any of them. If you have been generally taking a look at yourself over the year and saying to yourself, I know I have the ability to accomplish my dreams and goals. I know that I have the ability to be successful but I just need the answers. I want you guys to listen up today. And I want to just say right quick, let's see, it's 12.37 after the hour. It is not too late to get someone else's butt on this phone because this is something that they need to hear, right? Have them a dial into 347-637-2589 just to get on this, this, this line right now. Coach Trina's getting ready to talk about belief, and she's getting ready to lay some things down. You need to get on it, 347-637-2589. Get somebody else on the line. They need to hear this, okay? So, again, what is belief? What is belief? Well, belief really is a compilation of thoughts and opinions based on your environment, possibly based on when you were a child, possibly based on your experiences in life, but it's, it's the compilation of those things to form a belief. Now, why is it the compilation of thoughts, the compilation of opinions, the compilation of experiences? Why is that? Well, it's because when, when you are experiencing things, you compile them. And it's usually a group of things that cause you to believe one way or the other. So belief is based off of not necessarily factual things. It's often based off of thoughts and opinions, right? And after you think it for so long and after you feel that you've experienced some things that cause you to feel that way, then it forms a habit in your subconscious mind. Again, it forms a habit in your subconscious mind. And, and we all know about the subconscious mind, right? 95% of all bodily function is controlled by the subconscious mind. So therefore, when we have a thought or an opinion, and if you have enough people believing that way or you find enough people believing that way, again, it doesn't have to be factual, it can really, really set a habit for you to believe it too. Now, here's the crazy part of it. No, most people don't question themselves about why they believe a certain way. Most people don't question themselves. They just believe it, 
and they just keep moving forward, believing it, right? Not knowing and not understanding that what they believe has a huge impact on their entire life, financially, physically, and spiritually. And this is what you need to understand, and this is what's so very, very important. So I want to remind all of you, I want to remind all of you, and this is very, very key, and that is you need to understand that in order for you to take your life and your business to the next level, and I want you to write this down, you must have a belief system that supports what it is that you want in life, hands down. So it doesn't matter what you believe now, because what you believe now could either be enhancing or taken away. But what you need to understand is that you need a belief system that is going to support whatever it is that you want in life. And so if you have not been succeeding in things, if you have not had a success as high as you would want to have, then you need to realize that it has a lot to do with your belief system. Because, see, when you believe, when you truly, truly believe, There are certain actions that you take that you don't take when you don't believe. I want you to understand what I'm saying, so let me just bring it on home for all of you. If someone from your bank were to call you right now and say to you, hey, listen, I got a million dollars for you in your name up here at the bank. Someone deposited this in your account. They mean for you to have it. We've verified everything. The million dollars is yours. But it is 12 o'clock now, and you need to get here in person with these things. You need a passport. You need a driver's license. You need your birth certificate. You need all of these things in order to claim this million dollars. What I want to know is, are you going to drag your feet on this, or what are you going to do? And I'd love to have some feedback from any of you who would like to give me some comments, but what would you do? Let's say you only have 15 to 20 minutes. You've got to get to the nearest bank and claim this money. What would you do? What would you do? Would you claim it? Would you be interested in claiming it? Or would you say, oh, shoot, let me see. It normally takes me 25 minutes just to drive up to the bank. I'm not even ready. I don't have any the right clothes on. My hair is not uh, fixed. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go up there and claim that million dollars around at this time frame. What would you actually do? I'm going to get my friend, Teresa, if you are still listening. Come on, help me out, girl. You are live on the air. Teresa, help me out. Teresa, what would you do if someone called you and told you that they verified it and there's indeed a million dollars waiting for you at the bank? I don't know if Teresa can hear or not or if she's available. Uh, and, I can and hear give you. Me some, I can hear you. Okay, Teresa, what what would you do if if it was if it normally took you twenty minutes to get to the bank, but you don't have any clothes on, your hair's not dead, someone calls you and say, hey, you you know you got a million dollars, you had a long lost relative, or somebody left you a million dollars, and we verify that we just need you to come up and claim it. You're gonna need to bring some things with you, and you're looking at your you're looking at your your watch and you're going, dang, it's it's uh. It's 15 till. I got to be up there before a certain time. I I don't have that much time to drive. Tell me, what would you do? Your hair is not fixed. You don't really have on the right clothes you want to have on. What's going on? What would you do? I would try to get myself together so I could get there. But if not, while I'm talking to them, I'm going to talk to them about how can I get it still. What plan can I make so I can get it? And I'm getting there as soon as possible. I'm not getting taking any excuses. I'm going to throw this hair back in a ponytail, whatever I have to do to get there. I'm going to try to figure mm-hmm. out a way to make it work. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Why? Because the bank has told you, right, that it's yours, correct? Correct. And, and you, you have be- to go and, and, and you believe it. it. Yeah, I believe, believe it. it. And I, mm-hmm. And I believe you, you believe have to it. claim opportunity. I heard you talking to me, and my child was asking me a question, and I was trying to tell her to say, I said, wait a minute, she's asking me a question. We have to claim and seize the opportunity because we miss out on a lot of things just procrastinating. And I know I've been very good at that. It's taken me a long time 
to start just taking that moment and getting it done because you could easily say, you know what, I'm not dressed, just forget about it. And you didn't even ask them, is there any other option? Can I get there, you know, in 35 minutes? And I'm getting dressed while I'm talking to them, throwing my hair exactly. back in that ponytail exactly. while I'm talking you're to doing them. What you, you're doing what you have to do, right? There you go. Bingo. Exactly. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, whoever, whoever is on line uh, 1183, go ahead again and tell me, um, uh, say your name again and then tell me, what would you do if, if someone from the bank called you? Yes, so my name is Zipporah Monique. Um, if the bank called me, I firmly believe what is for me is for me. Um, so they mm-hmm. said it is already for me. They said it's 15 minutes. It sounds like a test, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, like um, the young lady said earlier, she said that I'm going to ask, okay, can I get there in 35 minutes? Like how can I work this out? Can I send you a picture of my passport? What needs to happen so I can um, get there in time? But I'm, I'm not too keen on the 15 minutes, but I'm definitely going to get myself together. But obviously if I arrive there 35 minutes, it's still my money, right? Um, if I arrive there in an hour, it's still my money. And I think that that's what we're talking about in the belief system. Like, it's already mine. So I'm going to take It's, I'm it's a, already I'm yours. Okay. It, but what if they tell right, you, right. you got to be here before 1 o'clock, 45. you got to be here. And you say, well, it normally takes me about 20, 25 minutes to get to the bank. What are you going to do? You're going to do the Usain Bolt type of athletic. <laughs> yeah, you're not necessarily mm-hmm. dressed. you got a car, but you're not necessarily dressed. What are you going to do? Okay. So I think that I would, if I'm around people, I'd be like, okay, can I borrow something from you? Can I get a, grab a scarf real quick? Can I grab some gel? You know how ladies, we love the, the I know, uh, I'm going to slick it down. Purchase. Yeah, got to go. Yes, I'm exactly, exactly. I, I, I'm with you on exactly. that. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate you, my sister, for no, sharing you. that. You know, again, ladies, what you need to understand is, and, and why I brought that up is that we need that level of belief. Can I get an amen, somebody? We need that level of belief. And, and see, that's the problem. That's the problem. A lot of the times we don't have that level of belief that we're ready to risk it. We're ready to do what we've got to do to make it happen. Because you need to understand that when you create a dream, when you bring in vision, it, it's, God is expecting for you to lead the dream, to lead the vision. He's expecting you to do it. Hey, what would I do? Baby, let me tell you, somebody calls me and tells me that I've got a million dollars that's been verified, it's in my account, but they need, they need my passport, they need some certain things. You know what? I'd be like, okay, my hair's not fixed, it's not curled at all. I got on these lounging pajamas, and I got on some uh, lounging pajama shoes. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a shawl over all of that. And I'm going to grab my purse, and my behind is out the door, okay? My behind is out the door, and I'd be like, forgive me, Mr. Policeman. Got to run this red light. Forgive me, forgive me. I'm going to be like an ambulance, stopping in the midway, looking in between to make sure I'm not getting ready to get hit. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get there because I believe the bank is was valid. They're, they're valid. In my mind, they are valid. They are valid. And so I want to just say to all of you that are listening, that's the level of belief you have to have in yourself. Now, there's a word that I'm always using, got to bring it out because it's my favorite word. It's about ready to jump outside of me anyway. And so you know I'm getting ready to go there. I'm talking about unshakable faith, right? I gave you guys the definition of this time and time again, and here it goes again. Unshakable faith is a level of belief so deeply rooted it compels you to take swift and immediate action on all that you dream, on all that you desire, on all that you want in life. That's what unshakable faith is, and that is the level of belief that's required in order for you to make things happen. And if you want to know what's the difference between you and another person who's doing the exact same business and, on, and, they, and they seem to be at a much higher level of success, a lot of the times don't have nothing to do with they got more money than me, somebody's opened some doors to them. It has to do with belief. 
It has to do with the push through. Sometimes you just have to push through, and you've got to do what you've got to do. There have been many times that I want to go to bed so bad because I was so sleepy, and it looked like the, the more I thought about it, the sleepier I got, but I had to stay up and finish writing an ebook, or I had to stay up and finish writing an article, or I had to stay up, I had to finish doing a certain thing that was going to help me be able to do a webinar, do whatever it was that I needed to do to generate that income, that cash flow, and I was going to do what I had to do because I didn't want to wake up that next morning late with regret that it wasn't done, and I didn't want to do an I told you so to myself. Didn't want to do that. So this is why I'm sharing with all of you right now There has to be some new attitudes going on here. There has to be some willingness to change and to admit that you don't know everything there is to know about being successful, that you don't know uh, everything there is to know about belief and having the right kind of belief system, and then you need to back it up and say, you know what, even if I have to go back to the drawing board of my mind, I'm going to figure this thing out. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to test it this see if it is so. You know, the one thing that I look at from a biblical perspective, and I must say that the Bible really is the greatest book of all time because most people have really borrowed from the Bible and then written other books in their own words that was inspired from the Bible itself, such as the New Age movement or the Law of Attraction movement. A lot of the stuff that comes out of the Law of Attraction really is very biblical, right? Uh, but it is a, 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 they make it into another movement, but when I go back and I read the Bible, I see it all there. And so, again, they were in, it's been inspired by a lot of biblical principles, a lot of biblical facts. And so that is why I am a fan of law of attraction because I know that it works because not because the people, the authors, the writers of law of attraction have told me that it works, but because God has told me that it works. I knew that it worked, right? And so it's very, very important. So it's important for you to understand that you have got to get the right level of belief. For example, any woman could say that she loves herself, but she may be loving herself in her own way, but she may not be loving herself the way God wants her to love herself, right? She may not be doing what's best for her. And so sometimes you have to ask yourself, rather than do I love myself, you have to ask yourself the question, Am I doing what's best for me? Because what's best for you is not always what you want. You know how we are, ladies. We're like kids in a candy store. Gimme, 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 you know. So we have to really wheel ourselves in as well. So what I want to do quickly is I want to share with you, okay, I want to share with you some ways to start believing in yourself. I'm going to try to get I'm going to try to give you the first five, and then I will give you the second five on next Monday. But I want to give you some ways to start believing in yourself. Here's number one. Ladies, you've got to realize that you hold the power, okay? When you were born, God pre-installed inside of you the ability to be successful, the ability to be abundant to have things in your life. He means for you to enjoy things while you're still living in this earth. He means for you to have it. So that's the first thing. So believing in yourself, ladies, is all about depending on yourself. It is all about your strength, your resiliency, your ability to stay committed to you in spite of everything going on all around you. That is very, very important. This is why I tell you all the time in the, in the five uh, powers of focus and action or the five questions of focus and action, I say the first focus and action that you've got to do every single day is you've got to prepare your mindset for greatness. Why is that? It's because when you prepare your mindset for greatness, 
It means that you have to get ready to become very self-directed. I know there's a lot of other people that motivate us every day. I know that we listen to music. We listen to words. We listen to a lot of things. We're on YouTube listening to different people speak and motivate us and encourage us. But let me just tell you this, my sisters. What you need to understand is that in order for you to have the level of belief that you really, really need, you've got to start motivating, encouraging your own self, and be extremely self-directed. So you've got to start crafting your own affirmations. You've got to start crafting your own phrases, your own encouragement, your own support. You have got to become a self-directed woman. That means that it would be nice but you don't need anybody else to tell you that you're successful. You don't need anybody else to tell you, good girl, you can do it, get going. You don't necessarily need that because you have strengthened yourself with your own affirmations. You have strengthened yourself with God's word. You have strengthened yourself to the level that you are compelled to take immediate action on all that you dream, on all that you want, on all that you desire in this lifetime. This is why it's so key for you to be self-directed, because it in and of itself is an actual power. It's a power that you can use. Very, very important to understand that. Here's number two. Examine your limiting beliefs. You've got to examine these beliefs that are hindering you and holding you up. You've got to start asking yourself, okay, hold on. What do I think about money? Because if I say I want to earn a million dollars, if I say I want $150,000 this month, if I say in the next three months I want to bring in twenty-five dollars to $30,000, and yet I'm not doing it. What's going on with me and my belief system? What's going on? Am I sitting down and planning? Do I not know the right questions to ask myself? Or, or let me sit myself down and figure out if I really believe it, okay? When you ask how to believe yourself, ladies, it opens the door for deeper questions. It opens the door for you to explore in ways that you never thought possible. So questioning is a key factor. But you've got to examine what are the beliefs you have that are holding you back from your success because each of us have them. Here's number three. You've got to learn to respect yourself. Again, you have got to learn to respect yourself. Let me tell you something. When you love yourself in a way that's best for you, when you respect yourself, right, you are always going to make sure that you identify what, what you need in order for you to be successful. You're always going to do that, and you're always going to put yourself first because so many women put themselves second, last, third, fourth, fifth place. But what you need to understand is you've got to put your mask on first. You cannot, and I repeat, you cannot go help 30 people be successful and then not help yourself. Trust me, I know this. I learned it the hard way. You can't care more for other people than what you are caring for your own self. And even God says this in the second commandment. He says to love thy neighbor as thyself, which means that in order to love someone else, in order to bless somebody else's life, you have to first bless yourself, right? And so you've got to learn to respect yourself. You've got to learn to care for yourself. Here's number four. You have got to learn how to use the attraction power that God has already given you. You've got to understand that, yes, you can manifest things in your life. Yes, you can call them into existence. Manifestation is basically being able to bring nothing in your mind into a thought, into something that you desire and transfer it onto paper, which God has told us to do that anyway, right? Transfer it onto paper so that you can start planning. What is that? That's goal setting so that you can start manifesting. So you need to be able to use the law of attraction and manifest things in your life. And you need to understand when you start goal setting, it's the foundation to manifesting the things that you want. Here's number five. Ladies, again, you have got to learn how to get inspired 
all on your own. You've got to learn. It comes right back around to you learning how to prepare your mind for greatness with things that are already within you. Okay, but you've got to learn how to get inspired. So now you can go outside of yourself and get inspired by what other people are doing. I want you to go look up success stories of people doing something similar that you want to do and, and trace them on the Internet because you can trace them on the Internet and look at how they are being successful. So I gave you the first five of things you need to do that are going to help you to start believing in yourself, and I'll give you the second half of those five things on next Monday. But I hope that this information about belief is going to help you to take yourself to the next level. Well, we've come to the end of the show. It's my desire that you were blessed with this information and that you're able to put it to use right away. I want you to have a productive and an abundant week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.